Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. With us today, happy to have him back as always. I don't know, I think Bernard holds a record. I really mean that for the number of appearances on the Gorecom, but every one of them is great. Uh, Bernard, for those who don't know, is the CEO of HPQ Silicon, uh, trades on the TSX Venture Exchange on the stock symbol HPQ. Uh, and I know we got a lot of new investors because we're seeing Discord groups pop up, Facebook groups pop up. So we know there's a lot of you. Welcome to all of you. Uh, I know a lot of you are going to be hearing it. You've heard the story, but you don't quite understand it. So here's how we summarize it. HPQ is a Canadian producer of innovative silicon solutions. So they're building a portfolio of unique, high specialty value silicon products that are needed for the upcoming renewable energy revolution. And they're doing it with two world-renowned technology partners. Now, more than just lip service, uh, in, uh, from all the accomplishments they've got, the two you need to know, uh, they've, got, they've received their first order for spherical nano-silicon. That's from a major automobile manufacturer. We should all start a prize pool or some kind of pool to guess who that is if we eventually find out who that is. But maybe, maybe I'll set that up. And they also have an NDA with at least two battery players. And Bernard, I think, has hinted that there may be more. They put out a press release yesterday about Apollon. We're going to talk about that. Bernard, welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, before we, be, as a shareholder, before we get going, I'd like to express concern that you're starting to spend a lot of the company's money uh, like water. I see you got a brand new microphone in front of you. If you want to show us that, hopefully we're going <laughs> to take it easy. We haven't hit the jackpot yet. No, but it's, it's, you know, I'm French. So sometimes my, the way I pronounce my phonetic accents is not picked up by the uh, computer microphone. So uh, after criticism over the fact that I didn't seem to enunciate correctly the word silicon and silicone, which I do know the difference. Um, I thought you know, maybe, a, maybe, on the maybe, maybe a good microphone can pick up the fact that I do, you know, pronounce that. Unfortunately, I am francophone. Therefore, sometimes when I search my word, my phonetic accents goes to the wrong place. And by the way, I said you, you guys try to do it in French. Just, just to give you a joke, how bad you know you Anglo's are in the French. I just got today. You Anglo's? I, well, yeah, I didn't, all, all, all non-francophone. <laughs> like, just, I just got today an email from the CSA telling us we have to update our um, our, our things on SetEye and all those type of things. And, you know, luckily I can read English because the French version didn't know. I did not know there was such a thing as an electrical email address. <laughs> it's like, it, it was it, like for me to pick up French mistake, it has to be bad because I got, I need proofreaders. So that's anyway, why you drop, uh, that's why I dropped the big bucks on the microphone. I know you spent 80 bucks and I'm kidding about the thousand, but still I'm keeping you in check on behalf of everyone. So the press release. Yes. HPQ and Apollon Solar renew their agreement to pursue the development of silicon materials for energy storage and hydrogen production. So there's a lot in there. Uh, you would think most people would think renew an agreement, big deal. But and and typically on the small cap world, that's not a big deal. But this seems like there's a lot to unpack and support because I'm going to summarize this. You guys are continuing to develop nanoscale and porous silicon to continue to continue developing nanoscale and porous silicon metal, silicon materials. So why, let's start with the porous. Why is, why is porous silicon such an important goal of this partnership? Okay, you have to understand Apollon is sort of a contractor with uh, to HPQ. So what they do is they do R&D for us. They also 
and because they have um, a very long experience working with silicone, they're basically leader in silicone R&D research and everything else. So there's a lot of things they knew. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great knowledge that they have there. The idea, the idea has been ever since uh, we, you know, we came to the, now moving forward with the solar project yet, um, the fact that they had a patent for what's known as a lower cost process to make porous silicone became very interesting. We're right now in the, at the start, okay? We're not in the middle. We're just at the, at the first step of a battle for silicone dominance in the battery space and other space, okay? We don't know how that war is going to finish. Uh, is it going to be the silane process where they use uh, the Scylla, Scylla nano where they use silane gas, which I don't think so, is going to be the winning part. Is it going to be porous silicone or is it going to be nanoparticles? I actually believe strongly it'll be nanoparticles and what we're developing with the um, with, with pyrogenesis with the nanoreactor. But it'd be, it'd be foolish of me not to take a look at the porous silicone, especially when we came to realize that if you combine our PureVap QRR process with their process to make porous silicone, there, there could be potentially a way to make that material economically viable. So I think it would be a it would be sort of like a bad idea just to overlook that and not to study it. And at the same time, to use their expertise to send them our nanomaterials that we'll be producing, that we're producing here in Canada, so we can develop a few other routes. Okay. One of them is we've mentioned it, the idea of encapsulating. That's what basically you know Elon Musk mentioned about. So they have some expertise on the encapsulating material. So we're doing some R&D tests and encapsulating there. Um, but that's a different encapsulating from the one you announced uh, months ago where you were going to encapsulate uh, you encapsulate with with uh, with pyrogenesis. There's a okay. separate just to clarify encapsulating is encapsulating it's encapsulating, all right? Um, what became through is that the PureVap nanoreactor will have a capacity to encapsulate in the same time as we do the, the, the nanization, okay? That, that's just, so there's an ability to do that in one step, which is sort of like a great, um, a great advantage. The problem is not the problem. The reality is right now, I want Pyro to focus on making the nanoparticles, you know, figuring out all, all that we need to figure out so we can okay. scale this up to commercial scale. So, it, and I've learned something from, from you know, my, this is not our first R&D project we're running. If you ask the engineers to, to try to resolve seven things at the same time, you'll, you'll end up getting nothing done. So you have to focus on one thing. Apollon has an expertise in encapsulating. They have Got a capacity okay. to do it. So we're using it. So right now what we've done... And, and the we've, same process, but you just kind of get an Apollon on it while, while Pyro focuses on the more important part. It could be the same process. It could be a different process. At the end, we're going to end up getting data point of information. How much is improved in encapsulating? How much it doesn't improve what you do? This is, this is where we're going with this. So this is just a demonstration of the R&D team that, that you know, we've built around HPQ. And this part of Genesis. Apollon has a lot of expertise when it comes to uh, silicone. So they understand a lot of the silicone material in a transformation. Second of all, they have a long lead of experience about using silicone, poor silicone, but basically silicone to generate hydrogen, to extract it from hydrogen. So by continuing our, our collaboration, we started to put our foot in the door of that very massive industry, right? And a foot in the door with somebody has already, you know, demonstrated they can deliver the delivery system to the military 
and I have an operational system that you know we'll be taking a look at. I think that's a very other important uh, priority. If we put all our eggs into the basket of the battery space, um, it's going to become a very crowded space. I'm not at, the, at all worried about the fact it's going to be a crowded space. I think it's very good that there's more and more people talking. But you're about being it. prudent at the same time. But you know, we have we have a few years of we'll, we will keep our, our advance for many years for one very simple reason is that we we're the only one to have a new process to make silicone metal. Um, you know, newsflash to other investors, the fact that you own a quartz mine, there is no way in heck that you can say and with a straight face that you're going to be playing in the battery space. And there are companies out there, right? We won't name, but it seems like there are people trying to make that big leap of I've got a I've got some quartz, therefore I'm going to be a battery, uh, a battery player for Silicon. I mean, it's just, it's almost crazy to hear that. Well, it's well, it is crazy, but six years late, you know, that's what I thought six years ago. Uh, and lo and behold, you don't hear me talking about quartz deposit, quartz mine, or, you know, how much that, that is important. That, so that shows you how, how basically unimportant the quartz deposit really is in this industry. It might become important when, you know, we're going to be starting to produce a few hundred thousand tons of nanopowders per year, but until we get there, uh, if we stay independent till when we get there, uh, it'll be, it, it might be an issue, but at this moment, it's not. All right. To kind of, to kind of recap that, cause there's a lot there. So yeah. the aim is poor silicon. Why? Because currently to make poor silicon, uh, processes use very high purity silicon with nine N to 11 N. I mean, nine N for everyone at home is nine, nine point nine, 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 nine times. No, 11 is no, the wrong George, material. no, you keep, you keep getting it wrong. 9N is 2N oh, plus seven. seven. All right. Sorry. Such a big, <laughs> okay. 9N to 11. Your 9N was 11N, just to tell you. But that but makes the cost of poor silicon prohibitive, right? It almost makes it like it's a, uh, like a real uh, luxury product. But Apollon has developed uh, and patented a process capable of using 2 to 4N silicon. That's where HPQ comes in. Yeah, because right. because two there's there's nobody that can make two to four n in one step. Okay, uh, basically the um, the the metallurgic processes the, the the one that are out there can barely make two n. Okay, and I put that in my presentation. The rule of thumb is about forty percent of an output of a traditional silicone smelter can be two n. And the, the joke is, well, not the joke, but the reality is that 2N, is the, 2N and plus is the market where there is growth. Why is that? Because 2N plus silicone, silicon, okay, is the raw ingredient needed to make silicone. We understand here, I'm talking about two different things, but yep. silicone is made with silicon. Hope I got the, the, the phonetic accents right there. And as... So that's step one, get the poor silicon and, and make it economically viable, right? So if you guys achieve that, uh, you know, and then that opens up, how big is the market before going to applications like hydrogen, how big is the market or how big do you think the market for poor silicon is going to be? It's going to be this, it's the same size market we're attacking with the nanoparticles. Okay. It's the wow. same size market. So it's massive. Man. But the thing is, as I keep trying to explain people, we don't want to get involved into the chemistry of making batteries. So every battery manufacturer is going to have their own 
ways of doing this. There might be some that prefer having you know, pore silicone to reach their goal. There might be some that prefer nanoparts. There's going to be some that prefer micron size. So it's, sure. if I want to be the leader in furnishing silicone for high-end application, I have to be able to offer the entire gamut of production. All right. Our primary focus with Pyro through HPQ Nano is to be the lowest cost producer of nanoparticle silicone and materials because we think that's going to be um, that's going to be the biggest slice of the industry. This being said, we don't know whether there's going to be pores. Second of all, if we can figure a way to make porous silicone, e e silicon, sorry, economical uh, in the hydrogen space, that's going to be very, very big. So that's is that your primary application? So if you, you create pore silicon, you do it with that belong, you get it done the way you want to get it done, cheaply, one step, 2N, 4N as the, as the raw material. Is hydrogen, you think, the biggest application right now that you're going it, after? We say it's going to be for a very simplistic reason. Right now, the, the low-cost material being used to, to make, uh, high, you know, to do hydrogen to hydrolysis um, the ratio is one kilogram of material. You generate one, one cubic meters of hydrogen gas that you then convert into electricity. If you go to nanoparticle silicone, we'll go from one kilogram of material to, to generate 1.4 kilograms, uh, 1.4 cubic meters of hydrogen. If you go to porous silicone, okay, you go from one kilogram of material to two cubic meters of hydrogen. So, wow. You're, I mean, 100%. The problem is making porous silicone is, is, is as expensive as making nano silicone presently is or selling. Um, so, you know, maybe probably with our process, fine tuning a few things, figuring different ways. That's what we're, that's what we're working on. And this is where the, the, the PureVap QRR perfectly fits in. Okay. Because it's small, scalable and everything else. Um, see, this this is where the key issue, and this is where I'm very happy not to have a mine associated with them. I don't have to put my throughput and output based on what my input is going to be of the mine to make the mine economical. We can focus on making projects that are economically viable at the size that the market can take them now and move on further on. For everyone at home, by the way, I want to make sure some people might be wondering, how do we make the jump from pore silicon into hydrogen? So not to take it for granted, mm -hmm. um, Apollon has developed a process whereby they create a reaction. So they, they put a powder um, into water and that essentially creates H and that, that, that creates the hydrogen, right? By yeah, being I, very I, basic. Yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go a bit more of the basics. Basically, it's, it's a known historical data that if you uh, put uh, nanoparticles of silicone or porous silicone into water, you will extract, you will create a reaction by hydrolysis where the hydrogen will be extracted from the water. That's a known factor. It is how you harvest and manage and develop this. And this is what Apollon has been spending years of developing and doing it. So it's like anything else you're looking for lower cost material. So is that a big market right now? Uh, creating hydrogen through this hydrolysis process, mixing essentially a powder and water, or do you, do you guys expect, and does the research show that that's going to be 
a massive market going forward. Well, that's going to be a massive market for, for multiple reasons. It's it's like the first system I'll, I'll be talking more in, 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 at another time. It grants you independence from the, the system, okay? Right now- From, from the grid. From the grid. So the, the, that's one issue. Right now, if you're trying to make hydrogen, you basically use you know expensive hydrolysis system where you have electricity to, to try to extract it and all those type of big- in industrial process. And then you create a hydrogen in a form that's going to be, has to be stored in a tank and then delivered. It's not that it's not efficient, but that's just the way it is. Uh, with our system, we will have be closer to uh, basically, you know, closer theoretically to um, when you have, when you put fuel in your car, okay, you put fuel in your car, you turn the ancient ignition and work. Our process is you put the powders into water, you start generating hydrogen, and then the, then, then that hydrogen is converted into electricity through. With, with and you literally do it right in front of you, almost like making a almost like a coffee machine. Yeah, it's, yeah. The the, the, fir the first the first that's the, the amazing part. So the first, I could be the first out machine is the size of a coffee machine. It doesn't generate a lot. Now I'm not getting into too much technicalities, but this seems to be a technology that's going to be better as it scales up, as as you make it bigger and everything sure, else. That, that's that's tech in general. Yeah, that, that's that, great, right? That that means that. Uh, so the biggest applications we know, Bernard, that Apollon uh, has a program with the French military mm -hmm. because soldiers need to generate power in the middle of nowhere sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I guess other applications could be thinking in the TSX venture world, uh, mining companies, yeah, are often have mining camps in the middle of nowhere, right? And they're not anywhere near the grid, but they've got water because they got streams and lakes and things like that, and they can just carry the power. Yeah, it, it doesn't even need fresh water. You know, it's, it's, the military version was designed to work all the way to urine, so it's basically designed to use recycled water. Uh, so it's, it's an exciting field, okay? It's a massive field, and it's, and it's just that our timing is serendipitous, literally, okay? Do you think it gets to the point where we can, we can power, maybe not entire houses, but... We can entire we can power generators right now. Generators require you to either use diesel or you got to be hooked up to natural gas. Do you think we get to the point where generators for homes and buildings I can work I believe, off of this? I believe we will get there. the The issue has always been if the cost the cost model doesn't make any sense, people are not really going to develop it. Of course, yeah. And the 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 barrier to entry to that was the cost of the raw ingredients to allow the extraction of hydrogen. It's a bit, I'll give you an example. Quebec was number one in hydroelectricity and everything else. And you know, at one point we were building a lot of wind farms and everything else. It wasn't economical. And, and, and you know, people were pissed because basically, you know, the, the water was, uh, was uh, helping out, you know, paying for, for, for the wind. Now wind, Processes system have become so efficient and economical, they're actually cheaper than, than hydroelectricity. Didn't know that. The same thing is going to happen, okay, with hydrogen. And we are at the forefront of this because we focus on doing the nanoparticles of silicone. So as soon as, you know, as during 2021, we start producing have material samples, it's going to go to more and more research lab. Apollon is going to give us some feedback, but we're also going to be working and developing some commercial scalability to this. So the key point is we're focused on making the nano, the, the, the silicone material that 
the, the green energy revolution, which we're entering, okay, is definitely going to need. And, and that's we have a lead. Just words now, right? That's more than just words. You know, we used to hear the green energy revolution. That was more like a wish. But now we're going headstrong into it for two reasons. Well, we, One, we, we've, we've always been headstrong into it, okay? It's just that now is the time to start talking about it. Um, uh, you know, through our, our you know, six renewal of Apollon, uh, that's how we, we became this, because when we started to work with them, they were starting to develop that technology. So that's why we couldn't talk too much about it. Now it's gotten to a point where it's commercial. We've developed, we've created a relationship. They're shareholders in HPQ. They're very, very happy about, about you know, the trajectory the company's taking, where we're moving forward. Um, so that, that that's where it's going. So, so we've developed a business relationship with them, which is very mutually beneficial, Okay. Um, you know, we, we could continue to work without them, but they would have a harder time not working with us right now because a lot of the, the process they work need the, the, the silicone that we're developing and doing, but you know, the, it's been going well. It's going to continue. Well, to that's work. why, that's why I got a devil's advocate. I do got to ask you one question. I keep seeing, I think we kind of mentioned once before, but we keep seeing that these, uh, this agreement with Apollon. Uh, keeps getting renewed for six months at a time. So devil's advocate, given the fact that you both need each other, not need, but you know, it, 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 you're perfect fit there. And Apollon might even need you a little more because right now they're using very expensive uh, 9N and 11N silicon in order to make their poor silicon in order to get to the hydrolysis, right? Mm -hmm. Why, why six months? Why not just say, Hey, we've gone down this road. We've been together for, three years or so let's just do a two-year agreement now and and that way we can just barrel ahead without having to should investors be concerned at all that you know july 1st maybe one of you changes your mind because this expires on june 30 2021 no i'm i'm not worried about it like for me six months 12 months it's it forces us by the way there's an advantage it sort of forces if you take a look at it from the first agreement to where we are now you know uh, it's completely changed. So it forces us to to keep to keep looking at where we can generate high values. You know, there's something you haven't mentioned in which we start talking is we mention also other applications that we're going to be starting to look at. And in a certain way, porous silicone and nanomaterials are are pretty similar, generally speaking. So there's going to be other high value applications where we can look at the potential of both materials. So that's going to, that, that's going to be really advantageous for, for HPQ. It, and it also allows me, I, I want Pyro to, the Pyro's technical guys to focus on scaling up the equipment, getting it running, getting everything else. I can't ask them to basically, you know, do that part of the R&D. And I'm not going to create my own R&D team to do that when I have Apollon that's there willing to do it. And, you know, we, we, we have, uh, well, we started with 2017, we got a four year relationship on through six months, renewal contract and everything else. Right. Um, you know, originally it was done because, you know, I, I don't want to have in my books, a very long contract that could, that could be expensive. Uh, now we have more of the money, but I, I think it's still prudent to just to, to, to get a more limited time. If, you know, if we have a two year contract and suddenly lo and behold, something else happens, you know, which I could, I don't foresee at the, the moment, you never know. So All right. I, I, I thought I'd bring that up because look, yeah. uh, I always, these aren't softball, um, 
you know, cheerleading interviews either. So when I see things like that, and I'm sure investors <laughs> see that. So there's going to be some people that are going to doubt you on this, but it's. It, well, look, it's. Uh, look, I, I do challenge. I do. I, I look in previous interviews. I asked, what's your distribution model? A year ago, when we were talking about this, before you got the NDAs, before you had the sale to the mm -hmm. global auto manufacturer. I remember back then, like for anybody who does might say that, I was challenging you back then saying, yes, Bernard, but how do you get distribution? How do you get to your market? And back then you said, George, the market's going to come to us. See, and I would right. challenge you on that. Yes, but but my, 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 you're right. You're right. But the bottom line is I do challenge when yes. I see a weakness because we have to, right? Otherwise, no, it's, 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 it's anyway, it's good because, you know, the one of the reasons why we do the interview sometimes like 24 hours afterward is if there's something in the press release that people didn't understand, which I don't seem to see right now, uh, we can we can always address it because, you know, a written text is complicated. And if, you know, past 10 lines, it's very surprising people read it to, to the end. There are some people that do read it to the end and they'll send me, you know, ideas and, and type of material. But and, I think most people probably watch or listen to these just to really understand what it's all about. And hey, that that's great too. This is This is why... This is why you're spending $2,000 on microphones, right? Just so you can... $80 on Amazon. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, look, this is another big milestone. This is... Uh, I, I like the fact that we sat down together to really get the market to understand what the applications are and what the rationale is for these applications. The one thing that becomes clear and clearer to me is that things like hydrogen that up until now, none of us really touch or relate to. We, we, we hear about it, we see about it, but there's, as through, the, through this relationship with Apollon, there's a chance that we're gonna see hydrogen products at our homes. You know, hydrolysis powder with the, uh, with, with the silicon, with the water, and we're generating our own energy that way. That's exciting to me because you start small and where does it end up five years from now, 10 years from now, right? You have a global yep. revolution, like you're saying. So last word to you, Bernard, uh, before we sign off, and I'm sure you're going to be back on. Oh, by the way, how is PowerGenesis doing? Because we mentioned a couple of times, you're saying, I want the PowerGenesis engineers to focus on how's, how are things going there with them. It's going exactly as I expected it to do. It's a, it's a research and development project. Things are advancing. Um, Nothing, nothing really big to report or when, when there's going to be something big, we'll report it. Um, you know, I, I don't report any, any, every twist of the knob and everything else. No, no. And I wasn't um, asking for that, it's, but it's, it, everything you know, moving along nicely people, as planned yeah. on schedule. Yeah. People have to realize that, you know, the only, you know, if there was something really, really negative or that wouldn't be working, I would be obligated to report it. And if things are moving along the, the, the budget, the target line and everything is, everything's moving in the right direction. I, there's nothing really. Yeah, that's what I figured. But, you know, it made sense to us to talk about for 30 seconds here at the end, be, yeah. uh, you know, as we go into a weekend, uh, just for it, because I'm sure investors at home probably wondering, by the way, how's it going with PowerGenesis? So thanks for telling us that. Last word to you, my man. We're going to have you back on, I'm sure, because there's so many moving parts to HBQ now. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, last word to you. What should, uh, what, should investors, what should investors take away from this press release? that we are advancing and we we really do have a leadership position into developing uh silicon material for for for, for batteries energy applications and other applications that are going to come into more fruition over the coming months
All right. That's, that's some good foreshadowing. Looking forward to it. Thanks for being here, Bernard. Are you a football fan? You going to make a pick for the Super Bowl? Nope. I used to live in Florida for many years, so I guess I'm going to have to take Tampa Bay. All right. All right. If you, if you're wrong, then that just, that's just, I'll just be wrong. But that, usually that, that's a that bad might be thing. a bad indication of your leadership ability at HPQ. I'm no, just no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm basically, you know, if I pick a team like my, like my wife doesn't let me watch sport because you know if, if the Canadians play and I watch it, they're going to start losing. So it's like a, I'm, I'm a bad omen. So you know, they, get out of here. Come yeah. on, that's not true. We all think that. Trust me. You know, why did I move from that couch? They were winning, good <laughs> seats. It was, it's crazy. Thanks for joining us, Bernard. Man, have a. Have a great day. Congratulations on the new mic. Welcome Thanks. to the club. We're no longer in the garage anymore, any, anymore, are we? No. You know, for that's an inside joke for people. Five years ago, there, there was one investor, right, Bernard? There was one investor who said, you guys look like you're in your garages. Or I, I think they say more about me. It's like George Jerry looks like he's in a garage. So one of these days, we're going to change his background. The when garage. Certain milestones, and you know, and we we punch through. Uh, we'll do the garage show behind us. But until then, everyone, uh, have a great day. See you next time.